Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Well, Eurovision is not far away. For those of you who don't know what Eurovision is, it's a, well, really bizarre thing. <laughs> Let me try to explain. So, in the golden years of television, somebody decided to set up a song contest where each country in Europe could enter. If you win that song contest, of course, the other countries uh, are very happy for you, and you have the honour of hosting Eurovision in the following year. It was very well respected in years gone by, but unfortunately these days Eurovision has kind of dwindled into a rather trashy, kitsch song contest, although it is still widely celebrated in some European countries. For example, Malta has something like a 98% turnout. They even have street parties for Eurovision. But the rest of us watch it on TV and we think, oh, do we really have to go through this again? And it becomes very political, Eurovision, uh, because the countries can vote for their neighbours. For example, Britain always votes for Ireland, Ireland always votes for Britain. And they've tried to change that by allowing everyone to vote by either uh, calling a special number or using internet voting, I think, as well. Uh, but it's very, very interesting how political the whole thing gets. Shortly after the war between Ukraine and uh, Russia, oh, sorry, military operation between Ukraine and Russia, uh, the Eurovision Song Contest took place, and of course Ukraine won. But because the country is at war at the moment, or involved in a special military operation, then that means that they can't host it. So the British government decided that it would be hosted here in the UK. So it's going to be in Liverpool. I heard our entry into Eurovision uh, last night. is by a woman called May Miller. I got through about 10 seconds of the song and then I switched it off. I mean, we usually come last anyway. Last year, for some really bizarre reason, I think we came second or third, but we haven't won it for many, many years. Um, it's in the, the news this morning because um, uh, somebody called Loreen has won uh, Sweden's mini contest to see who is going to go forward for the main contest. So let me just explain how that works. So before Eurovision, each country has like a mini song contests that we all get to vote for. And we decide on that one uh, as our main act within the main Eurovision. It's all very guarded by rules, you know. It's operated by the European Broadcasting Union 
And there are some very strict rules that each country has to follow about this. So it's been revealed that Lorraine will be representing Sweden. Uh, she's just won their local song contest, which is called Melodi Festivalen. Apologies to any Swedish people uh, if I pronounced that wrong. And uh, she told the BBC Eurovision cast podcast, yeah, there's a podcast about it, that she needed a lot of convincing to take part again because uh, she'd won it um, in, I don't know what year she won it last time. Ah, yes, 2012. Um, oh, very interesting. Yeah, so Eurovision is, for British people, really, really out of date, trashy, um, and has a massive alternative following, just people who like awful music. We have a few of those around. But in other countries, it's still very respectable. Um, so apparently on the 7th of March, every performance sold out within, within 90 minutes of tickets going on sale. Uh, on the 9th of March, the UK announced its entry will be May Muller. On the 13th of March, um, there's a deadline for entries with all songs being available to stream online by the end of the month. And then in April, uh, all of the other countries are going to announce their winners, of course. Um, uh, the opening and interval performers for the final will be announced. Uh, and in May, the 9th will be the first semi-final. The 11th, the second semi-final. And the 13th, the Eurovision final. Now, this is really interesting. I don't know... Uh, or I didn't know about the first semi-final and the second semi-final, that that's the contest which will narrow down who uh, is going to be in the main the main act. I mean, in the, the main contest, I think there's about 20, 20 uh, or more countries participate anyway. So it's interesting... Uh, I don't know why, but Israel and Australia are also in there. I don't know how that works because they're not European, but it's been like that for a while. Um, and tickets for the nine shows in Liverpool here in the UK sold out in 90 minutes. And uh, apparently fans, a fan is just obviously someone who's enthusiastic about this, uh, they're being warned that hotels that they have booked in are being targeted by cyber attacks, putting their data at risk. About 160 million watch the competition annually, but seats inside the arena are limited to around 6,000 this year for each show. Yeah, it's a massive money spinner, that, even if you don't like it. I don't like the politics of it. I mean, it used to be just good, but now... It's kind of descended into something uh, awful. Well, it's wrong to say awful, but it's not what it used to be. Um, a few fun facts about Eurovision. France is the only country which gives its score in French. So at the end, they go around each country and they ask, uh, what's your score? And for example... Uh, the country will say, we give to Britain 
two points. Yeah. And this is the way they, they, they do it uh, at the, the, the final. It's very interesting. In the case of France, uh, they want to say it in, Fran in French, you know, no points. I don't know how you say that in French. No point, I suppose. Something like that. Anyway, um, yes, so very interesting. That's Eurovision. Uh, <laughs> I think it's hard to avoid here because they broadcast it on the main channels. But uh, last year they started asking whether it's time for Britain to leave it because it's it's kind of uncomfortable now, especially since we usually come last. Although last year we, we really perked up. But um, I don't know where all the money is coming from. Uh, the fact that Britain chose to host it uh, in place of Ukraine, I think, was a sign, a good gesture. But uh, it cost millions. And our government is giving millions to this, millions to that, millions to this. I don't know where all the money is going, or rather where it's all coming from. So, yeah, very interesting there. All right, then, that's it from me. Uh, let's talk again soon. See you. Bye.